Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time now for the bigger picture. And Ryan, this morning we're taking a look at currency because a lot of them under pressure. I mean, the most obvious one, and we've been talking about it all morning, this uh, morning, uh, mm. the British pound because of major resignations in Boris Johnson's cabinet. Yeah, we are talking about his finance minister and his health minister. So that's a big blow to his political fortune. So something that we'll be tracking and in reaction, the British pound getting pounded down 1.5% overnight. It is recovering slightly right now in the Asian trading session. Looking at what else is also slumping is is the euro at two decade lows and this is against the latest surge in European gas prices so that's adding to all these worries about a potential recession and for a while now we've been observing and questioning the impact of a weakened Japanese yen that's also something you're observing Mm, that's near a 24 year low and talking about what's near lows is Norwegian currency the crown tumbling 1.2% and that is as gas workers threaten to go on strike before the government step in and this is all just leading to lots of jitters across the entire market so something i'll be checking in with peter chia he is the senior fx strategist for uob morning peter how are you doing today yeah good morning hey peter you are the right man to be talking about what's happening in the headlines these days it's all about currencies and what's happening in the backdrop a potential recession and we've got more market watchers these days sounding the alarm on a potential recession peter how high is this risk based on your expectations i would say that while recession in the next 12 months is not our base case yet but i think gradually this is a slow and rising probability and yesterday night we did saw the u.s uh, treasury curve invert again, mm. meaning that uh, the short end is a bit longer, uh, it's a bit higher interest rate compared to the medium term int- interest rate. So this is usually a sign of a recession, but I think the number is probably not important, but what is important is that recession, I think, even if it comes, it does not come immediately. So if you recall, typically when Treasury yield curve invert, it takes at least 6 to 12 months on average, if you look at the last few downturns, before a, re- a recession officially comes or is officially mm-hmm. labored. So I think it is, I mean, of course, we have to be prudent. But indeed, we and, and we understand that the cost of if at any recession will be due to this inflationary phenomenon that we've seen across the globe right now. Yeah, adding to that is what's happening in the backdrop with the Federal Reserve. We are expecting rate hikes. We've got minutes this week as well as a FOMC meeting later this month. What will that do for the US dollar in the second half of the year? Already we've seen in the past month, the dollar is up nearly 4% on the dollar index. So uh, I think the trend is still up for the dollar. And by all means, we are not calling a top yet. Uh, in terms of interest rates, we are only halfway there. U.S. interest rates is just barely under 2% right now. The market is pricing that this, or rather the Fed themselves have also said that this time around, the, the cycle high may be doing at about 3 to even 4%. So we are halfway there. So by all means, we are not calling for a top for dollar. So rates will continue to support the U.S. dollar on the upside. Yeah, I'm just looking at the dollar versus sing dollar right now. It's at 
5 and that is near a two-year high. With that backdrop in mind, Peter, what are your expectations for what MAS might be doing in the coming months? Would we be possibly be seeing an off-cycle move like what you saw in January? I think yes, I think there is an outside chance that we could be at. And uh, if you remember what happened in January where they did a off-cycle move up, this is that was after the inflation numbers came out for December, and that was the first time uh, call inflation, which is what MES is looking at, it was above two percent. Mm. So, the big number wise, we will have another inflation number coming out at the end of this month. So, we are looking out whether call inflation, which is currently at about three point six percent, whether this number will inch above 4%. So if we did see a number that's above 4%, I think that will greatly increase the chance of a of cycle tightening by the MAS. But if not, uh, probably we will have to wait for October where the schedule meeting is, and that's where we expect another tightening also. Mm. Attorney Peter Chia, he is the senior FX strategist for UOB. Now, Peter, turn our attention to the UK where we are seeing the pound under pressure. So that's... Right now, looking at the pound trading at 1.195 versus the greenback, is down about 4.5%. Now, it's got a lot of issues uh, surrounding the currency. And you've got right now, the latest is the resignations of the health minister and the finance minister, as well as the Brexit uncertainty still playing out. Also, the potential recession. Where do you see the pound going in the second half of the year? Okay, I mean, the, the pound has this fashion of issues in the last, I would say, in the last four or five years. I think it, it was Brexit that took a lot of attention in the last couple of years leading to the pandemic. So I think this round, the weakness is, uh, I mean, as you correctly pointed out, uh, there's some political uncertainty coming in. And this is no new news in, 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 uh, in UK politics, yeah. Mm. So, but uh, I think the other key concern that our market watchers are having right now is uh, the potential growth slowdown, potentially even leading to a, a recession at the second half this year. That is really causing the weakness in, in the sterling pound. But of course, over our side, we think that a lot of all these negative factors or have already been priced in, it's already in the mm. price of the sterling pound right now. And uh, let's not forget, at this kind of levels, 120 against the dollar, this was the level we've seen during the Brexit, at the worst time mm. uh, during the Brexit. There's a lot of hate with uncertainty, and this is the current price as of now also. So we asked ourselves whether is there any more negative catalyst, and at, at the point in time, uh, probably no. And uh, Bank of England is also expected to hike rates as aggressive as the Federal Reserve. So in terms of interest rate, there will be also some support uh, coming in from the Bank of England to, 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 in terms of the rate hikes to support the sterling pound. So we are not very convinced that there is a lot of sustained downside from here. In fact, we are looking for a slightly higher sterling mm. pound. All right, sterling right now trading at near two-year lows. Uh, the euro, though, trading at two-decade lows. And we do have a policy meeting coming up where they are expected to hike rates. Peter, is that going to help support the euro to go up higher? The, un- the short answer is probably not because the ECB is in, uh, as compared to the Fed, they have a lot more consideration when it comes to hiking interest rates. Because let's not forget that they have been having 
negative interest rate for the longest time. So the big move to get out of negative interest rate uh, into zero interest rate or even high interest rate is not as simple as thought. So it's not like the Fed rise, uh, hiking rates from zero upwards. It's you're going from negative interest rates going upwards. So when when you when investors are naturally attuned to negative interest rate, when you when you hike rates, typically the fixed income, which is the bond yields, mm. will rise in a very very big manner, like what what you're seeing right now. So in a way that will also cause ECB to really be. Uh, to think twice before going as aggressive as the Fed. So, and in terms of growth, they are definitely feeling the heat or the fallout from the Russian-Ukraine conflict. So, because they are like, just next door. Mm. So, um, inflation is hot, but at the same time, growth is going down in a big way. So, it's all this uh, uncertainty is causing the price of the euro that you're seeing right now. So, yeah. But I think overall, we should see more pain before we see a recovery. Yeah, and the latest surge in European gas prices adding to those recession yeah. worries. Uh, something you'll be watching out for very closely. We've been chatting with Peter Chia, Senior FX Strategist for UOB. Peter, it's been great chatting with you. Now, have a great week ahead. Thank you very much, Brian. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.